Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This podcast contains swearing. Fuck off and die, I hope you have a shitty life. Fuck off and die, I hope that you can drag pink eye. Fuck off and die, I hope you have really bad sex. Fuck off and die, I hope you never pay your heads. Fuck off and 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 die. Hello, welcome to the FOD Pod. We are doing that thing again where we're talking about breaking up with our lives instead of breaking up with human people. Good intro. Oh, hey, Jade. Hi, Sarah. Didn't know you were here. Um, it's very hard for Sarah to know whether or not I'm here because we're recording from different rooms in different houses um, because we're really good at ISO life. We're good at ISO life. We're good at everything. What can I say? How are you going? I went back on online dating. Oh, really? How's that going? I am so desperate for human connection that I am now, I'm talking to a 23-year-old who is interested in older women. That's hot. He's actually super cute and I like it because we can just have silly conversations and there's no pressure because I know he's not going to be inseminating me and um, being the father of my children. Hey, what, what do you want to talk about today? The thing that I wanted to talk about today in the activity section of the podcast is social media. Because uh, one of the things I've noticed is that given that we're sitting at home alone, uh, we have so much more time to just get embroiled in Facebook and Instagram and everything. It can be really depressing. <laughs> or it can be really great, depending on how well curated your feed is. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. Because mine is mostly just cake and dogs, and it makes me really happy. Yeah, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about, is curating your feed uh, so that when you're on social media, you're really leaning into the accounts and the people that make you feel good and grounded and happy. And you're unfollowing the accounts that just make you feel off or unscented or upset. Yeah, um, so for me, I realized that I've actually unfollowed quite a few friends and um, I'm sure that I will refollow them after all of this stuff has gone down and I start to have a more um, balanced social life or a social life. But I've definitely unfollowed a lot of friends who are getting engaged. Did you unfollow me? Not yet. I mean, I'm not getting engaged, but just generally I thought, you know, worth asking. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're still there. You're like the only person I have in my friends list. Um, and then also people who are complaining about having kids in ISO, I've unfollowed them as well. Oh, yeah. Um, even though I understand, like, it would be so hard to have to have kids and everything. But I had a friend recently who um, who was sort of going like, oh, if you're single in ISO, it must be so easy. You get up whenever you want and do this and that. And even though I know they didn't mean to, it just really 
hit a spot in me because I was, you know, I've always wanted to have a family. So knowing, I guess, hearing that was hard. Yeah. Even though I know they didn't mean it to be difficult. So I was just like, I'm just going to unfollow you for a little bit. I guess what's hard about the social media thing as well is, like, he probably would never say that thing directly to you. Mm. Because the intent wouldn't be to hurt you. Exactly. But yeah. when we're broadcasting to our whole social group, you might just be working on the assumption that the other parents out there would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and not realise that there's other people amongst that global room that are hearing that and interpreting it differently. Yeah, and I think the other thing that I have realised is that just because one person is struggling doesn't mean that you can't be struggling as well. So them saying that isn't them invalidating me. It's nothing to do with me. Uh, It's just about their experience. It feels like that though, doesn't it? It feels like that sometimes. And exactly. And when you have trigger points and like I said, I always have wanted to have a family and seeing someone complaining about it and then sort of making fun of people that are single and don't have families was triggering. Yeah. And that would have triggered me as well. Yeah, and I don't hold, but I don't hold it against them. And also, yeah, people just getting engaged and, and having, like, amazing love lives, they can just all get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a challenge going on where you have to post your first pick and you hashtag first pick or something of you and your partner. Yeah. And then there's this woman that I follow who I totally re- recommend you follow, and she's called at Not Engaged. And she just posts photos of her hand without an engagement ring on it and talks about how great her life is, like if she's eating churros. You have shared this with me before and I love it. And I really, really would love um, anyone out there who wants to have a good laugh and just feel really validated. She's so funny. She's so great. So she created the antithesis of the first pick challenge and she called it the not engaged challenge. And all these people posted photos of themselves like in their free as free as fuck moments. So like the first time this woman had left her, I don't know, abusive ex-husband and got an apartment and was laying on the floor and had ordered simi buns or something and was just so excited. So the other part of this sort of activity is to, yeah, one, unfollow. You don't have to unfriend them if that feels too insane. Well, also you're not saying you don't love them. You're just saying that you don't need the information they're broadcasting in your regular feed (laughs) you know like it's like you can love and and respect and adore someone and care about their life and also not need to see daily updates on how they're doing you can be like i trust your life is great and i'm just gonna zone you out a little bit and focus on things that make me happy yeah 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 so the other part of this is to then follow accounts so do something proactive and follow accounts that lift you up and make you feel fucking good. Uh, so I think you mentioned that you follow dog and cat meme accounts. I follow so many dogs and cats. Um, not memes, just like individual dogs and cats whose lives are better than mine. <laughs> like there, there are dogs and cats out there that are living their absolute best lives. And oh my God. I make it a mission to find them and follow them. I saw the best fucking photo series last night it was dogs before and after they were called a good boy oh it was so great and they had like the first photo was just the dog and then the second photo was the dog but like had a little smile like they looked so happy and then they did it for cats and the cat just looked the same yeah cat does not care (laughs) it's like fuck you i don't care what you think about me 
And we should all live more like cats, really. Yeah, not giving a fuck. I tried to find a quote like that yep. for our quote section. I was like, quotes about not giving a fuck. Be a cat, give zero fucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that I would share some accounts with you that I really love that are just super quirky and clever and just give me that little smile on my face. And a lot of them are illustrators who, sh- who create a bit of a story. Um, so one of them is... I think you got me onto her, is at Ruby, etc. Oh, I love her. She also has a book for anyone who um, is interested in having a look at her work. Yeah, so she has the cutest little illustrations and they're always so, like, absurd but on point about what's happening in the world. Um, the other one is Violet Clare. And she is in, I think she's in New York, and she gets people to send in their, like, dating disasters and then she illustrates them. <laughs> uh, but she's also creating pretty funny stuff about what's happening now. Also, Aunt Sarah Draws. She's probably one of my favourites. Body Burnout, B-O-D-E, Burnout. She's Australian and she is just hilarious. And also for something really uplifting and positive and beautiful, I love at by Maria Andrew. But we'll put all this in the show notes so you guys can check them out and follow them and then thank me later. I'll give you a handful of cute good boys too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean dogs, obviously. Oh, do you know though, I've started following hot guys. <laughs> oh, do you know who I actually love? Speaking of hot guys, JVN. Oh, yes. I follow him. Hot, speaking of hot guys who are not interested in dating me. Yeah. I love him. So I've started following Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Hemsworth, and a few others. The hot guy out of Unorthodox. Just to get a little bit of... um respite yeah follow things that make you happy whether that's dogs or hot men or cake feeds or artists like whatever it takes follow that Mm. it's kind of like the television or something it's like you you get to choose like all the content is being produced all the time and it's all good content you know but you get to choose which bits you tune into and which bits you actually engage with and watch and also the people that I love, I love it when this happens. They come out of the woodwork and you realise that they're insane. <laughs> like the anti-vax, <laughs> the anti-vaxxers. Or like I have this guy who I know, he's a little bit older than me, and he started posting about how like vitamin C would cure the coronavirus. And I just went, like, I'm really sorry, Bill, but I'm just going to unfollow you for 30 days. Is Bill his real name? Nah. Cool. <laughs> Bye, Bill. <laughs> So what's the listener question? Okay, so listener question. It actually could not be more perfect for what we just discussed. What are your tips for coping with isolation as a single person when most of your friends are partnered? Oh, get new friends? Uh, Sure, that's hard to do when you're isolating though. Um, (laughs) Kill their partners? I'd say step one. Step one is exactly what you just discussed. Curate your socials. Oh yeah, like unfollow all the hashtag first pick people unfollow the people that are making you unhappy yeah and unfollow the um the lovers and start following more haters (laughs) follow us (laughs) follow us we will dose you with bitterness and you will love it it's like a positive bitterness it's it's bitter yeah it's bitter than anything else (laughs) okay i'll stop doing accents again (laughs) um while you're doing bad accents that are vaguely offensive always Another person that is giving me a lot of joy and hope and um, helping me to rebalance my head at this time is Jacinda Arden. I love her. Everything she says just makes me feel calm and safe and I want her to be the queen of the universe. I think she could be nominated for that. Even though it doesn't seem directly related to coping in isolation as a single person with most of your friends are partnered, 
I actually think that trying to maintain your sense of calm is really important mm. um, in whatever form that takes. For me, it's just watching Cinder Arden videos. <laughs> but for some people, it might be meditation, mm. um, yoga, which we're notoriously against but also secretly do in private. Well, I think it's just when I'm in the middle of heartbreak and I'm just losing my shit, I can't do it. But I'm struggling to do it now. Like I'm finding my meditation has to be going for a walk because I'm finding it really hard to really sit with myself. That's a really good tip too. The other thing that I was going to say like, is try and keep up the things that you did with your friends before ISO. Um, so, for example, I used to have Saturday morning coffees with some of my girlfriends and that ritual really got displaced by us not being able to go to cafes anymore. Mm. But we could, we've replaced it with a ritual that's like, okay, 10 a.m. Saturday morning, um, make yourself a coffee and then let's FaceTime. Aww. And we all have a group chat where we all have a coffee in our hands. This is actually a lie. This is just my fantasy scenario where this is what my friends do. <laughs> I want to be invited to this group call. Yeah, it's well. Let's just start it. Um, so <laughs> yes, you can totally do something like that with your friends, where you have like brekkie or coffee or whatever it is, and you can set it up as a regular. Like, if you always did Saturday morning, just do Saturday morning still. Or mm. if I've actually had a lot. This is a real thing. This is not a made up thing. I have actually just been randomly video calling people and asking them what they're doing. Okay. And usually the answer is either nothing cooking or a puzzle oh wow i hate puzzles or drinking wine actually that came up a lot as well can you next time do it and ask them what they're wearing because i really enjoy that too oh my god i don't have to ask them it's a video call (laughs) okay well what am i wearing now do you know i'm actually not wearing pants right now doesn't surprise me there's no need you didn't know that this is a video call (laughs) that's true maybe i should be asking what people are maybe i should just ask them what pants they're wearing if only you had taken an interest yeah, if only. That is really good advice, though, creating some... To call your friends and ask what kind of pants they're wearing? 100%. Why aren't you laughing? Well, <laughs> I kind of am. Laughing um, on the inside. But yeah, create, it's sort of... I think it's sort of about creating some normalcy and routine yes. amidst chaos. Yes. Um, but also the thing that when I look at people who are partnered... I can feel a little bit of jealousy because I think, well, I want that. I want a nice, healthy, good relationship. Yeah. Just because someone is in a relationship doesn't mean it's good. Not that we want people to be in bad relationships, but you don't know what's going on for them. Some people I know are really struggling who have reached out through our Instagram to say, hey, I'm actually in a couple and I'm struggling too. And I'm like, hey, you're not our demographic. Why are you messaging me? Yeah. Yeah. We don't care. (laughs) Do something about this, break up with them, and then we will welcome you with open arms. (laughs) And then we're here for you. Um, But the other thing that I wanted to say was this isn't forever. It kind of feels like you're missing out and that you're missing out on time and that you're never going to meet. Sort of like you can start to feel a bit panicked that you're not going to meet anyone because you're an ISO. But this is going to be over and you're going to get out there and you're going to start dating again and you're going to be disappointed again. Yeah, you'll disappoint someone. You'll date someone who's disappointing. By the fact that he's shorter than <laughs> that he is a misogynist and not <laughs> six foot two. He actually runs a men's rights group. <laughs> hey, um, another thing I just wanted to say on the video call thing, something that has really, really helped for me is when my friends who have partners do the video calls with me, them and their partner, if they want to participate, are on separate devices. 
Oh, what? So they come up as two separate people in my video chat rather than one person with two heads. <laughs> and I love it so much. So they're not making out in the same video. No, they're like they're sitting next to each other, but they've both got a phone, so they're both participating in the chat the same way. They're not hanging out together and I'm on the other end. Yeah. Um, and so that's one thing that I would definitely suggest if you're group calling couples and you're feeling like a third wheel, just tell them to get on their own phones and actually talk to you on their own screens. Yeah, that's a good idea. Even though like they might be holding hands or jerking each other off off screen. Yeah, just tell them to hold it above. We can't see your pants. Ew. <laughs> uh, I think that's all really good advice though. Yeah, that, I mean, I didn't even have to look that up. I guess it's just logical. <gasps> yeah. But I think like... Oh, it sounds so trite, but everyone is in their own stage in their journey. Like I went through a breakup just before this happened and I can say without a doubt that I'm relieved to be sitting where I am on my own and not in that relationship in ISO because that would have been really difficult. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it would be so much harder to leave because now all you want is comfort, whereas I've set up my, like, sweet pad at my dad's. Yeah, with a yoga balcony for your secret yoga sessions. That I just lay there. Like the other day I was on a, I'm on a yoga group, which I actually had to leave because I wasn't doing enough yoga. So I had to unfollow them <laughs> because I, I kept being reminded that, that I should be doing yoga. Yoga shaming. And someone wrote, what's your favorite pose? And I just wrote corpse pose. Is that a real pose? That's the one where you lay on your back at the end. I oh. think it's called Shavasana. Cool. But I like the um, pose where I'm dead. What's your quote, Sarah? Okay, mine is by Violet Clare, who was one of the people I told you to follow. Her words of wisdom are, don't forget to wash your hands and block your ex. (laughs) I love it. What's yours? Mine is from Jamila Jamil, another one of my potential queen nominations. She's great. She says, if you want bread, have some bread. It's a global crisis. Frankly, do whatever makes this easier. Wank, eat, sleep, repeat. We don't need to come out of this thin. We need to come out of this alive. That's our only job. Stay safe, be gentle with yourself. Love you. Oh, that is amazing. We need to sign off on that. Okay, bye. This podcast was recorded long distance from our bedrooms because we can't sit together anymore. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabhan. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.fodbook.com. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.